What does it take to live? I mean, to really live. You know, the, the retail world will tell you that you must have their products because in them is the essence of real living. In other words, you're not going to have a really great life if you don't have what they're selling. And surely by now, we're all smart enough to know that no product, no matter how good it is, leads to real, vibrant living. Well, if all of the world's products are not the essence of real life, then what is? Relationships, education, career, success, religion? I'm going to talk about what it takes to have real life in this week's spiritual focus of the Midweek Connection, October the 19th, 2022. Before I talk about real life, I have three announcements to share. Number one, Operation Christmas Child kicks off this Sunday. Now, TMC has partnered with OCC for years because we have found that it is a great way to leverage the Christmas season to be a gospel witness to children in countries who may not have access to the gospel any other way. So we're going to kick off the OCC season with a video at the beginning of a Sunday service to reorient ourselves to the mission and ministry of OCC. And then we're going to have OCC shoeboxes on hand for you to take and to begin filling with the gifts for boys and girls. As you already know, before the boxes get shipped to a country to be distributed, uh, gospel materials will be added in the language of the children receiving them to introduce them to Jesus and the soul-saving work of His cross and resurrection. And so this is uh, the major reason why we participate in this ministry. Now the Christmas season is just around the corner, so it's time to get ahead of the curve and get your shoeboxes ready for their trip to a child in another country who needs your love and the love of Christ. I encourage you to grab your box this Sunday. Number two. The TMC Global Outreach Ministry is hosting an event called Eyes Wide Open, Understanding Human Trafficking. Now, this uh, event will take place on Tuesday, November the 1st at 6.30 p.m. And there's no need to register, and everyone is encouraged to attend, and I hope that you will. Number three, TMC will once again be the prep site for Hope Ministries Thanksgiving Day meal distribution. Now, of course, it'll take place on Thanksgiving morning in the TMC kitchen. We're going to be assembling about 500 meals, and so we need several volunteers to help us do that well. If you'd like to be part of this service project, then please register using the link provided in this Friday's eBlast. Well, those are the announcements I have for this week. Let's turn our attention to the spiritual focus. Back in 2019, I purchased a devotional book that has made a positive impact on my life. It's called New Morning Mercies, and the author is Paul David Tripp. Now, this book is arranged by month and day, which means that there is a devotional for today 
October the 19th. And what is today's devotional about? Right, it's about real life, the very thing that I'm going to talk about today. You may be wondering or thinking, wow, what a coincidence. Well, that's not it at all. Actually, I was inspired by today's devotional, and I decided that I would share it with you because it is so good and timely. The overall thought of today's devotional is found in this statement by Tripp. Quote, by calling you to die daily, the gospel welcomes you to live eternally. Contrary to popular opinion, death really is the portal to life. Now, I wonder how many of us believe that death really is the portal to life. I guess the truthfulness of that statement depends on what kind of life you're talking about. If you're talking about the kind of life that the world is interested in, then the idea of dying to live is preposterous. It's ridiculous. It's insane. But if we are talking about the kind of life that Jesus offers, then we discover that it's the only way that we can receive it. Luke chapter 9, verses 23 through 25, records Jesus' teaching on the matter. Well, let's take a look. Verse 23, And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul or forfeits his own soul? Now, according to Jesus, the only way for a person to have real life, eternal life, is for them to let go of their own life so that they can receive his life and thus live in and through him. Uh, Tripp writes it this way, quote, It makes perfect sense when you face the reality that you and I cannot live for ourselves and God at the same time. We cannot live for his kingdom and our kingdoms, end quote. Now, this is what Jesus is talking about when he says, for whoever would save his life, meaning hold on to it to live it your own way, will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, in other words, releases their life to the authority and lordship of Christ, will save it. The Apostle Paul had it right when he wrote Galatians 2.20. Take notice of this. He says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, a truth that is not readily proclaimed and thus then not widely understood by professing Christians is that God is not asking you to receive his son Jesus as your savior so that you can go about your life the way that you want to live it uh, with the knowledge that, well, whatever may come, be it good or bad, at least I'll go to heaven when I die. No, that's not the message at all. He is calling you and me to come and die with Christ. Not on an actual cross where you draw your last breath and your heart beats its last beat, but he's calling us 
to a living death, wherein we turn from our self-pride and our self-righteousness, our self-actualization and self-determination to embrace the only true righteousness to be found, and that is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You know, the only way to enter into his righteousness is to die to your own. And that really is what grace is all about. You know, people have such a a gross misunderstanding of what grace is. They think of grace as, um, as God overlooking or excusing their wrongdoing or their mistakes. That's why a person will say when you come down on them sometimes, where's the grace? But grace has nothing to do with overlooking or excusing our wrong. Instead, it is the means by which we die to self. Have you ever thought of grace like that? That the unmerited favor of God is his gift to the sinner to help them die to self so that they can come alive unto him and become possessors of his eternal life? I think of it like this. Grace is the power of God in your life to enable you to do what you cannot do in the power of your flesh. I need grace every time I prepare a sermon because I can't do that in my own flesh. And I need grace every time I present a sermon. Also, I need grace to forgive those who offend me because naturally I wouldn't want to do that. I need grace to slay the selfishness that otherwise rules my life. And I need grace to receive salvation, and that means I must have grace to die to self so I can come alive unto God. I like the way Tripp ends today's devotional. He writes, quote, Don't fight the death of your old life. Instead, celebrate the new life that is yours by grace and grace alone. And remember that your Savior will continue to call you to die. It is the way of life. Wow. When I hear that, I must say that my flesh does not like it. (laughs) But my spirit knows that it's true. Death in this context is the only way to true, abiding, and abundant life. Well, I hope you'll take those thoughts and chew on them a bit. If you own a copy of uh, New Morning Mercies, perhaps you would turn to October the 19th and read his um, devotional, which um, uh, incorporates many thoughts that I did not share uh, in this um, spiritual focus today. I think you'll be blessed if you take a look at it um, as he actually wrote it out. Well, let's take a moment to pray. We all long to live, to live an abundant life, and yet we are deceived so easily by our flesh, by the world, by the devil, about what real abundant life is and how to get it. Lord, it is counterintuitive to us of, of, of real life coming as we die to our life so that we can live in and through you but truly that is the way. I pray that you would help me to continue to grow in that truth and that you would help those who are listening today to grow in that truth as well. And if there's a person who is listening who 
is not yet born again, who does not yet know the Lord Jesus as their Savior, I pray that you would give them that grace to die to self, that they may repent of sin and put, the full, put their full faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, and then come alive to you, but continue to die to self so that they may continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, without your help, we can't do this. So I pray for the grace we need to do it, and I pray that you'll give it to us for your glory and for the benefit of others. I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Well, this week, we're going to close out Romans chapter 11, and we're going to be looking at verses 25 through 36, and the title of the sermon is, All Israel Will Be Saved. All Israel Will Be Saved. Goodness, what does that mean? Okay, well, I can't answer that question fully right now, but I'll be working on it. I'll be sorting that out between now and Sunday. And what I discover and what the Holy Spirit helps me to find, then I will share that with you uh, when we gather for worship this coming Sunday. So I look forward to our gathering on Sunday, and I encourage you to have a great week.